Okay, so when we dig into Peter's book and we go to chapter three, it talks about all the different gifts. So let me just run through them with you and tell you where you can find them. And then I'm going to go through each one and talk about what it is. And then at the end of this training, I'm going to have you take the spiritual gifts quiz and post your results in the Facebook group. If you don't have the book, that's okay. I'm going to also post a PDF of the spiritual gifts quiz or test, whatever it is in the Facebook group. And you can just use that one as well. Okay. So here are the different type of gifts from Romans 12, six through eight. And yes, I verified, got out the Bible and I was totally checking this out to be like, is Peter, does Peter Wagner know what's up? And I totally also confirmed (laughs) and found all the same gifts that he mentions in the book in uh, my, my Bible as well. So Romans 12, six through eight prophecy, which is Preaching inspired utterance. We'll go into each one, what they mean in a moment. Number two, service slash ministry. Number three, teaching. Number four, exhortation, which is basically encouragement. Five, giving. That can be uh, generosity, sharing. Number six is a leadership. Number seven is mercy, uh, kindness or sympathy. Okay, the next set of spiritual gifts are found in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10 and verse 28. Corinthians 12 through 12, 8 through 10 and verse 28. Okay, wisdom. This is number eight, wisdom. Number nine, knowledge. Number 10, faith. Number 11, healing. Number 12, miracles. Number 13, discerning of spirits. Number 14, tongues, speaking in languages never learned. Number 15, interpretation of tongues. Number 16, apostle. Number 17, helping. Number 18, administration. Okay. There all of those are from 1 Corinthians. Next up in Ephesians 4.11, there are two more that are added evangelist and pastor. Okay. And it doesn't stop there. We've got a few more. We've got celibacy. We have, which is Corinthians seven, seven, uh, voluntary poverty. First Corinthians 13, three martyrdom. Not sure I'm saying that one, right? First Corinthians 13, three missionary Ephesians three, six through eight and hospitality. First Peter four, nine. Okay. I put a little circle with a question mark by these, these ones that I just listed, because you guys, I think that it's all between, this is not something that a book can tell you. Do I think that this is the only spiritual giftings that God gives? No, I think that he, he will bless you with your own giftings in your own way, uniquely, beautifully, um, personally. So while this is a great starting point, I think that you have to explore for yourself between you and your relationship with God, what your giftings are, what he has for you. And also sometimes he blends gifts, right? Like you could be a teacher pastor. You could be an evangelist missionary. Like there are blends. So this is not black and white in my opinion. Okay. I also think, um, 
you have to do your own discernment over this. So there are three more that are also listed that he also pulls out. And I don't see where the verses are mentioned for these three. Looking, looking, looking. But they are intercession. 27 is deliverance. And 28 is leading worship. Those three, I I don't know of a verse. Anyway, so 28 different spiritual gifts that Peter is listing. I definitely found all 25 of the first ones in the verses that I mentioned. Crazy. So, so, okay, cool. Those are all the types. So how do we figure out what the types, what your types are? So let's go through how we go through, we discover what your type is. And then I'm going to break down what each type actually means. So when you guys, if you ever do online research on spiritual gifts, you'll find that some people have classifications for spiritual gifts. So Bill Goddard, for example, says that they are motivations, ministries, and manifestations based on your different type of gifting. Maybe. Okay. Some theologists say you have ordinary gifts versus extraordinary gifts. Maybe. Some people say you have enabling gifts versus servicing gifts versus tongues and interpretation. Maybe. I just think you have a cool gift. (laughs) And if you ask me, I feel like any gift is an extraordinary gift because it's given to you by God. And that that gift, when it's used properly and it's used to lead people to the faith or help people or guide, and it's used for the good of God's church, the kingdom, what a blessing. And you are blessed so that you can be a blessing. And so whether you believe in the classifications or not, I say your gift is incredible. It's extraordinary. I don't think that there are any gifts that are better than another gift, because I know that they are all of extraordinary importance. You know, whether you are helping one person or you are helping a thousand people, it doesn't matter because one person, one person could be the link to a thousand more people. One person could be the person that you were created to touch their life, right? We don't know. We have no idea the outcome of utilizing our gifts. All we know is it's going to create a massive impact for change when we use our gifts. Okay, so let's talk about how do we discover our gifts and then what does each of the gift actually mean? And then we'll talk about what chapters you need to read and how to take the quiz. Okay, so let's talk about this, discovering your gifts. Step one is to explore the possibilities. So what do I mean by exploring the possibilities? I want y'all to read the Bible. I want you to open the Bible and to place your hands on those pages and, and just say a prayer. Father God, I pray that you would just show me all of the amazing stories from this scripture that bring to life the different spiritual giftings that allow me to see myself in these stories that allow the gifts to come alive from the pages and impart into my heart and that you show me what my giftings are. I'm so grateful that we have gifts. I'm so here for this. I am open to receiving my gifts. Help me walk in it. Help me be courageous. Help me say yes and amen to doing this work partnered with you because 
in Jesus name. Amen. Because like I said yesterday, your gift, it's uncomfortable. I don't think that there is a moment in time when someone finally recognizes, okay, I've got this spiritual gift. I'm going to walk in it. It may be natural for you or it may not be natural for you. And some gifts, like, can we just be kind of honest right now? Are you guys okay if we're a little honest on this live right now? Some gifts are a little weird. They're a little weird if you were to ask people (laughs) walking down the street. Hey, so like, what do you think of speaking in tongues? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think of a prayer language? Like, there might look at you a little funny, but the Bible says, and I know that there are people who don't believe in spirit, certain spiritual giftings, and that's okay because this is all between you and God. This is not about what someone else says is a possibility for you. It's not. Will some of you be blessed with gifts that other people don't believe in because they don't have it? Yeah, it's true. Will some of you have a gift that mainstream the world doesn't think is possible? Of course, because God is beyond comprehension. When we open up to the unbelievable, We are now opening up to things that we cannot understand, nor should we, nor should we. If God chose to bless me with the gift of tongues, I'll be here for it. I would discern over that and make sure that it was from God and that I was partnered with him and using it for his good. But it would be really weird to a lot of people, right? Like what if somebody, what if this, the celibacy thing from, from this book What if somebody has that? No one would be like, well, that's normal. Oh, wow. Right. Um, You know, I don't know. Who am I? So what I'm saying here is like, it is not our job to judge other people's gifts. You hear that? And believe me, I've been there. I've been super suspicious, Sally. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody can have that gift. Are you sure? Like, who am I? Who are we? Who are we to dictate the power of God coming upon our kingdom sisters and brothers? I'm not going to do that. And and I had some amazing amazing advice this last week which was if somebody's doing something that is not in line with God or they've been led astray or the enemy has <clears throat> crept in and they're they're going a little off the the beaten path, God will reveal it to you. So we don't need to have this spirit of suspicion over other people. We just need to pray to God to be always revealing truth to us and then trusting in that. If he doesn't want you to be part of something and you are openly praying over that thing, it will be revealed. All things are revealed when they come to light, right? And when things come to the light, they no longer have power. They hold no more power. So as we go into the different spiritual gifts, there may be some gifts that you're like, "Ah, what did she just say? Uh, Yeah. And you know what? I even think there's more gifts that even we can't comprehend that are deeper and more spiritual because think about who God really is. Like our brains can't even comprehend 
we can't even comprehend like our own creation. It's too much to bear. It's so much. It's so big. It's like, bah. I, you know, when we think of like God's blessing on certain people's lives and we look at the fruit, we're like, wow, that person could not have done that on their own. That fruit is from God. Like that's the favor of God. So who are we to judge the giftings that certain people have? So I'm just putting that out there in case any of you have found yourself just like me in a judgmental space, even of your own gifts. I have some friends who have some incredible gifts, gifts of prophecy, um, gifts of tongues, gifts of different things where they were like, oh, I can't use this. I'm going to shelf that. It's too biggie, big, too scary. People are judging me for it. I don't know if I should be operating in that space. And so they put it away. They put their gifts away. Um, and they were judging their own gifts. So it's crazy, right? Because it's bigger It's bigger than we can comprehend as human beings. But I don't think that it's our place to comprehend these gifts. I think it's our place to open the door to God, to, to be very protective of our spirit and be like, you know, if I was to give you, you guys an example, it would be, Father God, I am seeking for my spiritual gifts. I don't want to judge any gift that you have for me. I don't want to judge any gift that anyone else has. I just want these gifts to be pure. I want these gifts to be washed in the blood of Jesus, protected by him, made clean by you, and then given to me. I am here to receive those incredible gifts from you without judgment. I pray that you remove judgment from my heart and mind. And that if anything is not pure and given by you, that you just remove it, bring it to the light, reveal it to me so that I can set it aside. I trust in you. I know you are good. I know you are a God, not of confusion, but of, but of absolute clarity. And I walk in that and I trust in that. And I say yes to that. And I am here for that. And thank you for being my counselor, my father, my leader, and my mentor through this process in Jesus name. Amen. And then trusting in it. Right. And I'm speaking to myself too, because trusting that God will show you answers it's not easy because those answers are in on his timeline. It's heaven's timeline, not ours. And that is difficult, but we have to do it. We have to be trusting if we're going to grow and expand and water our little seed, plant it and allow it to bloom. Okay. So that's the first thing is explore the possibilities. And I think stop judging it. Do any of you judge? Do any of you judge yourself? Do any of you judge others? I'm super guilty of this. And I'm working hard on that because that is not our place. Okay, number two is to experiment with different gifts, okay? Experiment with different gifts. So where can you begin? I think we have to try different gifts on to see if the shoe fits because a quiz is wonderful, but it's only going to get you so far. You still have to try it. You still have to put the shoe on and walk in it. You still have to take the seed and plant it. You still have to experiment with the gifts, right? Um, and this just comes with trial and error. I think there are gifts that we're natural in. Like I've always been a natural leader, but I have not always been a natural public speaker. I used to stand up. When I was in network marketing, that was kind of my gateway into really experiencing leadership at a big level. 
I would stand up to share and they would, it was like a room of 10 people. Like it wasn't a big deal. And I'd be so in my head about it. And I would stand up to share like my testimony or my story. And I would literally be sweating so bad. And I, it's, I am not kidding when I say, I feel like I would pee, like I would pee a little way too much TMI, but like the anxiety would had me like, <laughs> so awkward. I'm telling you guys, I'm like, why is this happening? And then I would black out. Like, I don't even know what I said. I have no idea what my voice, it was so weird. But when I look back on that, the gift was there, but it was not cultured. I don't know if that's the right word. It was not fostered. The gift wasn't uh, planted. The gift wasn't cultivated. There it is. The gift wasn't cultivated yet. So I had the gift. I had the leadership gift, but I had to overcome the worldly fear of using the gift. You can't just say I'm a leader. I'm a leader. Awesome. I mean, you have to do something. You have to speak. You have to show up. You have to get on the stage. You have to do the things. You have to write the book. In order to do the gifting, I had to do the really awkward stuff that was awful at first. And so um, my point of that was I had to experiment with it. Now, once I did it a few times, it started feeling really, really amazing. I would get great feedback. I would hear like, oh, that was so good stuff. Like, will you do, will you speak again? Like the confirmation began to flow back to me. If we look at another one of my uh, gifts is faith. That's actually my second gift. Uh, if you were to look on the, the ranking scale from the quiz. And then the third one is teaching. Well, faith, man, you guys, I wasn't just born with just faith exuding out of every pore in my body. Like I had to grow in my faith. I didn't have faith. I had faith not even the size of a mustard seed. Cause I'm over here in a spirit of control still, still battling that. But yet my gift is faith, which means I have to overcome the constraints to operating at my highest capacity in leadership, faith, and teaching. And it's not easy because guess who doesn't want you to operate at your highest capacity, whether you believe in all this stuff or not. I'm like, Look, opposition is real, whether it's spiritual warfare, the enemy, or just the world. Opposition is real. We, ha- we are constantly battling against forces of the unseen realm. It's just the truth. The Bible tells you that. And we've experienced it in our own lives. We are not ignorant in that. We know this. And so because we know this, we're equipped to battle it. And the only thing that you're really battling is your fears of judgment, your fears of failure, your fears of not being good at that thing, your fear of how does that make me money, your fear of blank. What is your fear? Put it in the chat. And let me just tell you, in case you forgot, fear is not from the Lord. So actually, I welcome fear because I just want to laugh in fear's face one more time. I'm all bring it because I'm not here for the things that are not from God. And since fear is not from God, I'm just going to go ahead and push past that. 
You know what I mean? Like they've got adult diapers. It's fine. I can buy some extra good deodorant for the next time I'm on a stage. Like it's going to be gravy, you guys. I'm going to show up in my shaky voice awkwardness, in my weirdness, in whoever wants to judge me. More please. Let's get it. Because I want to operate in my fullest capacity that God has equipped me. And he's just over here going, are you ready, daughter? Are you going to rise to the occasion or not? And my answer when God's asking me, are you ready to rise up into what I have for you? Is absolutely. It is obedience over fear. Yeah. Like, okay, there's faith over fear, but there is also obedience over fear. There is also action over fear. Y'all have to step into experimenting with your gift. And it will not be easy and it will not be comfy and it will not be cozy. That is the point. How do we grow? How do we stretch? We move. Who's moving? You moving? Drop me like that running girl emoji in the comment. If you're like, I'm going, I'm doing this. Okay. Number three, you have to see how you feel. How do you feel? So, Psalms 37.4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And I know that verses have a million and one different meanings. But to me, what that means is that as God, he's delighted to give you this gift. Oh my gosh, I have this perfect gift for my perfect daughter. I'm going to wrap it. It's going to be so good. I'm going to give it to her. I'm waiting for her to grab it, waiting for her to grab it. Oh, she grabbed it. Yeah. He's so here for you. You grab the gift. It's uncomfortable. You're unsure, but you plant it, but you try it on. You experiment with the gift. You explore the possibility. You say yes to obedience. Yes to action. Moving, 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 moving. And what you'll notice is you'll start to flourish. Once you push through that initial pain and discomfort, the fulfillment, the glory that's bestowed in your heart, in your spirit from operating in your gifting becomes apparent. You got to push through that first awkward part. Nobody gets to to miss the messy beginning. You guys don't get to, to miss the messy beginning just because it's a spiritual gift. Whether it's business, whether it's motherhood, whether it's marriage, whether it's your spiritual gift, the beginning is probably going to be a little awkward because beginnings are always awkward. Let's just welcome that period of time because it's short-lived. The awkward beginning and the messy middle will pass if you keep at it, if you keep going, if you keep growing. So how do you feel? Number four. You're going to evaluate your effectiveness. (sighs) One of the biggest tools of discernment that uh, I look at, and also that some of my amazing mentors and sisters in Christ remind me of often, is Stephanie, what is the fruit? What is the fruit of that person's action? What is the fruit of you doing blank? So A, are you glorifying God with what you're doing? And B, what is the fruit of that thing? So when I look at my gifts and I look at leadership, faith, and teaching, and I look at this podcast, 
when I look at my podcast, when I look at my lives, my business, there's fruit. And that fruit is so extraordinary, not just financial, financially, yes, but in other ways, um, the clients I'm sent, they are fruit from the Lord. Like if y'all, any of you are my clients on this live right now, y'all are fruit. You're incredible to me. You're a blessing to me. God handpicks you and hands you to me. And I'm like, what? This is awesome. I love these women. It's crazy. The fruit is happening in my home, in my marriage, with my motherhood, in my boys. The fruit's happening in my health. Okay. The fruit of operating in your giftings is good. It won't be easy or comfortable, or often it won't even make sense. But what's coming from it is confirming. Did you hear me? It will not be easy. It will not make sense. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be hard. It's going to be awkward. You might get judged. Actually, you probably will. But it's going to be worth it because what comes from it is fruitful. And you will see those fruits begin to emerge very quickly, right? When I would stand up and do the public speaking and it was all the awkward, I still had fruit immediately. God was confirming to me, confirming, yes, daughter, more. Go, daughter, more. Just wear a diaper. You're fine, okay? Like, I mean, y'all, awkward, but worth it. It's super, super confirming. And the last one, number five, to know that you are operating in the right um, fruits for you is you're going to have not just confirmation in the fruit in your life, in your business, in your marriage, in your motherhood, in yourself, in your health, like your life just begins to be better. You feel better. You are shining. Like you're, you are the light of the world, especially when you're wearing a gift from God. I mean, come on girls. It's that easy. Put it on, try it on, see what's different about you. When people look at me and they're like, Stephanie from 10 years ago versus who I am right now, I don't even think you would recognize me. I don't think you would believe it. And I'm like, why was I living in that dark place for so long? Wow. Like I was under this cloud of darkness through my, through 16 years old to 28, a decade plus of you know, yuck, alcohol and being in all the wrong places and searching for validation and hurting my body and eating my feelings and like all of this stuff, a business that was like really unfulfilling, a business that hurt me was creating anxiety, stress, turmoil in my life. Like, Why was I sitting there? It's because I didn't know the truth. I didn't know there was another way to feel, to live, to be. And now that I've tried it on and I push through the trials and the hard and the what ifs and the I don't knows and the how should I and could I and will I and will anyone care and who am I? I'm going to get judged. And I just walked through it. I had to fight through it. I'm different. I'm so different. My life is different and it's really hard to explain it because the Holy Spirit is partnered with you and you're not alone anymore. 
You're not fighting these battles alone, trying to make money alone, trying to climb out of debt or marital turmoil or whatever alone. You're leaning on God and he's bringing you with him through this life. And you're shining because you're spreading your gifts for his glory. You're different. But until we know it, the struggle is real. So it's all of our responsibility to share it. And the best way you can share it is to wear it. That rhymed. Yes. Y'all, the best way you can share it is to wear it. Put it on. Put on that Holy Spirit glow. Put on that spiritual gift armor and show up for your life. Show up bigger, better, more audaciously renewing your mind every single day. Prayer, shine for the kingdom. Use your gift every day, even if it's really weird. You got to do it because when you wear it, you will share it. People go, what is different about her? She walks into the room and she sparkles. She walks into the room and she blesses me. She walks, opens her mouth and I, I feel different. You are not, you're not just transferring energy. You're transferring the truth of Jesus Christ by who you are. How powerful is that? Y'all, that is powerful. So you are going to get that confirmation. Yes, in yourself. Yes, in the fruit. Yes, in others. But most, the, the final piece is you are going to see it in others, other people who are in God's kingdom, in his church. People are going to be working together to foster that growth. The fifth one is that the the body will confirm. So like, for example, if I go and I talk to any of my spiritual sisters and I'm like, y'all, my gifts are leadership. My gifts are faith and my gifts are teaching. They're like, duh. Like I, you know, one of my friends, she came to me and she was like, I think my spiritual gift is teaching. I'm like, duh. You know, one of my other friends came, she's like, oh man, my spiritual giftings are, um, leadership and prophecy and giving. And I'm like, duh, like I can see super clearly in people, their gifts. And sometimes it's hard for us to see our own gifts. So anyway, you're going to see that. So those are the five ways that you know that you are operating and discovering your gifts. Okay. So number one is exploring the possibilities. Two is experimenting with the gift. Three, how do you feel after you've pushed through Four, evaluate your effectiveness. And number five is confirmation. The mom mode, I know, right? I'm all, oh, mom mode. All right, we're back to work, right, Monica? Okay, so let's go through the different gifts. And then I'm going to give you guys your homework, your reading assignment. And I want to remind you, before we get into the the little gifting types real quick, that something crazy is happening. Something so big so amazing. I can't believe it. I revealed it yesterday on the workshop, but the Mompreneur Mastermind show is being rebranded. Why? Because I've known it for a while. I've kind of outgrown it. Um, Also, God spoke it to me finally, and I got the go, and I'm super excited about this. It's a huge undertaking because we have to rebrand legit everything, my friends. I mean, everything from the Stephanie Gass brand is red and gold. 
and it's got to go because God spoke new colors to me. I'm all for real, the colors, so much work, but I'm super here for that. And, um, it's happening. So all of this stuff is happening behind the scenes on Monday. Y'all will see a brand new podcast. You'll see new art. You're going to hear some new stuff on the show. It's the same show, you know, and love. It's just going to be a little more fire. I'm super pumped for that. So if you want to be part of the launch team, it's very easy. You're going to basically share my show on Monday. You get entered to win a coaching session with me. Okay. Uh, There are bonus stuff you can do too to get more entries, but I'm giving away a 30 minute coaching call and it's really easy. Plus like just help me spread the love. I would so love for you to be on this journey with me. So if you guys want to be part of the launch team, go to bit.ly slash Steph launch team, bit.ly slash Steph launch team. Cool. Let me know below if you're joining the launch team. I think we already have 20 of you, which is so cool, but think about that. You have a one out of 20 chance to win free coaching. So like, why wouldn't you do it? Go do it. Okay. Let's talk about the gifts. There are 28 gifts. I'm going to read through you guys quickly. This is found in your page 109 of the book. And so we're going to just quickly run through these. So you have the gift of administration. And that gift is the special ability that God gives to certain members of the body of Christ to understand clearly the immediate and long range goals of a particular unit of the body to execute effective plans and accomplishment. I mean, y'all like, are you an admin? Are you like the person behind the scenes? And you may know, like you may have a strong feeling. Actually, as I read these to you, the one that you're like, oh, that's me. Write it down and let's see what happens when you take the quiz, because often we know what our gifts are. It's already been confirmed. It's always been a part of you. And uh, administration is found in Luke 14, 28 through 30. Okay. The gift of apostle is a special ability that God gives to certain members to assume and exercise divinely imparted authority in order to establish the foundational government of an assigned sphere of ministry. Apostle hears from the Holy Spirit and sets things in order according to uh, the church's health, growth, maturity, and outreach. That's pretty special. That's Luke 6, 12 through 13. Okay, the gift of celibacy. We know what that means. That is uh, Matthew 19, 10 through 12. Deliverance. The gift of deliverance is the special ability that God gives to certain members to cast out demons and evil spirits. Totally know some people that have that uh, spiritual gift. Matthew 12, 22 through 32. Uh, Also, there's more verses listed for each of them that you guys can go do your own research. As you're hearing a gift that you think you have, share it in the comments. Let's go see if the quiz aligns with what you think. Okay, the discerning of spirits. The gift of discernment of discerning or discernment of spirits is the special ability to know with assurance whether certain behaviors perpetrated to be of God are really divine, human, or satanic. And that is Matthew 16, 21 through 23. And they have a bunch of other verses listed that you can check that out. Evangelist. The gift of evangelist is the special ability that God gives to certain members to share the gospel with unbelievers in such a way that men and women become Jesus's disciples. Y'all like I had this lady in my Bible study last year. She had the gift of evangelism. 
Like she would look at someone and they were like, Jesus, she would pick people up off the street and and turn them to Jesus. It was like, I mean, I could not believe it. I'm so awkward at evangelism. I'm like, so do you believe in Jesus? Like it is so awkward. I cannot. Woo. Okay. The next gift is exhortation. The gift of exhortation, sometimes called the gift of counseling, is the special ability to minister words of comfort, consolation, encouragement, and counsel so that people feel helped and healed. I know many people with that gift. The gift of faith is next. Faith. It is the special ability to certain members of the body of Christ to discern with extraordinary confidence the will and purposes of God for the future of his work. The next one is giving. The gift of giving is to contribute your material resources to the work of the Lord liberally and cheerfully above and beyond the tithes and offerings expected of all believers. I feel like we all know a giver. You know, we all know a giver. And what's super fun about these gifts is you often don't just have one. I have, most people I know have two, three, sometimes a handful of different gifts, right? Um, and giving is such a beautiful gift. And I love that God will not give you a gift that he cannot support you doing that gift. So for example, if you have the gift of giving, often you have the gift of something also that's going to create favor in your life so you can give at a larger capacity, right? Typically, it's not always that way, but it's fun to see how he partners gifts together that work for the good of the kingdom. For example, if you're a pastor, you often also have the gift of teaching. Super fun. Okay, healing. The gift of healing is the special ability to serve as human intermediaries through whom it pleases God to cure illness and restore health apart from the use of natural means. I definitely know a few people with the gift of healing. Helps. Next one, gift of helping. The gift of helps is to invest the talents they have in the life and ministry of other members of the body, thus enabling those to increase the effectiveness of their own spiritual gifts. So being a helper. Hospitality. This My mom has this one. The gift of hospitality is to provide an open house and warm welcome for those in need of food, lodging. Absolutely. The next one is the gift of intercession. The gift of intercession is the special ability to pray for extended periods of time on a regular basis and see frequent and specific answers to their prayers to a degree much greater than that in which is expected of the average Christian. If y'all have the gift of intercession, right, it's your responsibility to be opening up going, who needs some prayer? Because you are pounding on the doors of heaven and God is hearing you at a great capacity and you get to stand in the gap for people who don't have that gift. I have a friend who has the gift of intercession. I'm always like, girl, I need a prayer. I need a prayer because she's just like, she's got this gift. Next one, the gift of knowledge is the special ability to analyze, discover, accumulate, and clarify information and ideas that are pertinent to the growth and well-being of the body. I am forgetting to read you guys the verses, but they're in your book. Okay, the gift of leadership. 
is to set goals in accordance with God's purpose for the future and to communicate these goals to others in such a way they are voluntary and harmoniously work together to accomplish the goals for the glory of God. Next one, leading worship. We know what that is. Uh, Martyrdom. The gift of martyrdom, I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, gives the gift to undergo sufferings for the faith, even to death while consistently displaying a joyous and victorious attitude. Wow, it's crazy. Mercy. The gift of mercy is to feel genuine empathy and compassion for individuals. How many of you are feelers? I'm a feeler. I definitely have this gift somewhere in my radar, constantly feeling that um, empathetic connection with people who are struggling. It's, sometimes it's a tough one to wear. The next one is miracles. The gift of miracles is the special ability to serve as a human intermediary through whom it pleases God to perform powerful acts that are perceived by observers to have altered the ordinary course of nature. So good. Missionary. The gift of missionary is to minister whatever other spiritual gifts they have in a second culture. Uh, you And y'all know some missionaries. We know missionaries. That is such a huge calling on people's lives. Pastor, the gift of pastor is the ability to assume a long-term personal responsibility for the spiritual welfare of a group of believers. Prophecy, the gift of prophecy is the special ability to receive and communicate an immediate message to God, from God to his people through a divinely anointed utterance. So the gift of prophecy is sharing that those words you receive from the Lord. Service. The gift of service, volunteering, is to identify the unmet needs involved in, t- in a task related to God's work and to meet the needs and help accomplish desired goals. We only have a couple more. Teaching. The gift of teaching is the special ability that God gives to certain members to communicate information relevant to the health and ministry of the body and its members in such a way that others will learn. And tomorrow, I'm going to stop here for a moment with this one because it made me think of there are different outlets for every gift. Okay. Like there's a teacher who's teaching God's word. There's a teacher who's teaching our children. There are teachers who teach a craft. There are different levels of operating in our giftings. And tomorrow on tomorrow's live, we're going to be talking about what do you do with these gifts? Like, do I have to go and shout from the rooftops and evangelize? Like, no, if you're called to, Yes, but I think it's a question of digging into discernment over how God wants you to show up for your giftings, which we're going to talk about this tomorrow. And we're really also going to dig deeply into how do we use our gifts and grow in our gifts inside of our calling work. Okay, last two, last three, tongues. The gift of tongues is the special ability that God gives to certain members to speak to God in a language they have never learned and to receive and communicate an immediate message from God to his people through an anointed utterance. Definitely know people with the gift of tongues. Epic. Voluntary poverty. The gift of voluntary poverty is the special ability that God gives to certain members of the body of Christ to renounce material comfort and luxury and adopt a personal lifestyle equivalent to those living at the poverty level. This was one I didn't find in scripture. I'm sure like he didn't pull from nowhere, but he does mention Acts 2, 44 through 45, 4, uh, Acts 4, 34 through 37, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3. Last but not least, the gift of wisdom. 
The gift of wisdom is the special ability that God gives to certain members to know the mind of the Holy Spirit in such a way as to receive insight into how given knowledge may be applied to specific needs. Amazing. Okay. You guys, there are so many different variations of each of these gifts as well. And it's not black or white. Like I said, you may go, Ooh, I definitely have that one. Maybe I have that one. That's great because again, we can grow, we can cultivate. We're all uniquely, beautifully, and wonderfully made. And so are our gifts. So of all of those, did any of them come out shining, shining clarity of like, that is a gift I have drop it in the chat. And then what I want you guys to do tonight, your homework is to read chapter three through five. So you're going to read chapter three. How many gifts are there? Which I already told you, but you can totally read that chapter four for pitfalls to avoid. Cause we do need to be careful using our gifts, making sure that we are partnered with God in that. Uh, the last one was wisdom, Christina. Okay. And then chapter five is clearing away the confusion. And then I want you guys to save chapter six and seven for tomorrow, but go ahead and skip to the quiz on page 87. You're going to find the Wagner modified Houts questionnaire. Okay. I want you to go ahead and go here and I want you to take the quiz and then I want you to post your results. If you're willing, you don't have to, but if you're willing, I would love to see your results in the group. Basically, after you guys take the quiz, you're going to have a scoring chart and you're going to go through and you're going to rate yourself on the uh, spiritual gifts and they will show up for you. So for example, you know, my spiritual gifts are my dominant gifts are leadership, faith, and wisdom. And my subordinate gifts are pastor and teaching. Okay. And there are some gifts I got a hard zero, you know, like it's okay. There's no gifts that are better than another. So I'd love for you to come share that because tomorrow we're going to talk about what we do with those gifts and how to grow in our giftings, how to use our gifts, no matter what we're doing in our jobs, no matter what we're doing in our lives, how to grow in our giftings and how to begin to explore using your gifts in your calling work. So that is going down tomorrow, right here, 12 o'clock mountain standard. I'll meet you guys back here tomorrow. Again, homework, chapter three, four, and five, take the quiz, share the results, pray over this, let me know. And finally, if you feel called to be part of my launch team and see the graphic a day early before everyone else and get entered to win a free coaching call with me, go register to be part of our launch team. That is at bit.ly slash Steph launch team. All right, guys, God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.